find the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know I'm the shit behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said make a movie behind the baller. I went from music exec to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home at last. Behind the baller. Yo, 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 what's up, everyone? And welcome to another brand new banging episode of the world famous Behind the Baller podcast, aka BTB, coming to you live from Hollywood, California. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, aka the Wash Lord, aka the Korean John Daly. And sitting across from me is the fattest person that I personally know, who's now officially a BTB co host slash correspondent yo yo yeah yeah introduce yeah, yourself dog. y'all know y'all know the fattest everything fat pockets fat nuts fat everything but it's jimmy boy y'all know aka the streets jeweler aka the hustler's choice and aka jimmy the Gizette. y'all know we here baby yeah aka mr gout aka high blood pressure aka never that fat as fuck uh, guys, this show is brought to you by the eight-time podcast producers of the year, the Dust Brothers. Those are my fucking guys. Miles Davis and Jordan Winter. <laughs> you, know how we, you know how we do. Let's get this show started. Yo, Miles, man, hit me one time with that lakey. College and NFL football is here, and there's money to be made. Fantasy advice, got you covered. Sports betting picks, got you covered. VIP one-on-one coaching for beginners, got you covered. Me and my team of professional handicappers, aka the captains, are here to help you dominate football season. Your fantasy leagues, win the draft. Your sportbook accounts, break your bookies. Captain Picks is legit and it's fun. I love being able to watch games and communicate in the Discord community alongside. If you sign up right now for single sport football at $50 per week, you'll get picks for both NCAA and NFL and all year long fantasy football knowledge. Sports betting should be a team sport. Go to captainpicks.com. I ain't gonna lie to you, y'all. It's been a... It's been a fucking week, bro. And I know you know what the fuck I'm talking about, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. It's been a week of... The vic- devil. Victim, <laughs> yeah, victim culture, victim grooming. What about... How about me and, and this and trying to be tough guy when you ain't tough guy? Let's be silent. Let's, let's show no remorse. Let's be quiet. Let's be this. Let's be that. Let me listen to dumbass people. And you ain't about that life and you ain't from there. So, like, it's just going to fucking backfire on you times 100 but enough of that negative energy starting out the show uh i get a call from uh top dog people and uh kendrick lamar is uh wanting to wear some jewelry mm-hmm. to the beyonce show thing is it was actually beyonce's birthday too you know it's like a few pretty big people on tour right now like 50's doing his big tour right now mm-hmm Drake is on tour right now with, is it 21 Savage? Who's he on tour? Yeah, 21. And that's been big. And then Beyonce obviously is fucking enormous. And I guess Taylor Swift or whatever, who cares about Taylor Swift? <laughs> but yeah, so Kendrick was rocking the IF and Co. You know, Jewels, he's he's shining and shit. And, I've you know, seen it, I've seen it. I got a question, bro, Jimmy. You think I should make a comeback with Jewelry, bro? Like after being, you know, a year of absence? You know, I think it's time that you don't scratch the surface, you know what I mean? Let them know what it is. Scratch Bing the surface. Bow, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
You always talking about something that has to do with food, bro. Like you're talking about the top of a pie or something. No, man. I'm being serious, bro. You think I should, should let them know what time it is? Let them know that the boss is back? I do. I, th- I think you got to remind them, man, how this thing was created. You know what I'm saying? And show them what that work is. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, I feel like these pieces, you know, they kind of right. You know what I mean? You know what Andre 3000 said once? He said, spaceships don't come equipped with rearview mirrors. Literally. Like, ain't nobody in the rear view. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just so far ahead. Uh, what's that kid's name you brought up again in, in Florida? Vobara. Vobara? Alex Vobara, yeah. Yeah, so he's coming up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Shout glad you keep, Alex, man. you keep up with all that shit. That's dope, man. No, definitely. You know what I'm saying? I like, I like to, you know, keep game and see who's really putting in work, who really trying to, like, you know, like I always said, I felt like, you know, jury has become an art. And, you know, like, who's really pushing the envelope or who's really just in it to just try to make money and try to get clout, you know what I mean? So seeing people, you know, using their skill and really like using their creativity, execution, craftsmanship, really just trying to put that heart into it, bro. It makes it, you know, worth even jumping into. Like I said, that's why you got to come back. You just got to remind them what it is, right? You know, we all got to just shoot the shot. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. You know what? Matter of fact, let me take a little time out to say, uh, shout out to all the jewelers out there that I see still pushing the envelope. Um, My man, Greg, uh, Greg Yuna. Yes, sir. Um, my Big guy, G. My guy, Alex Moss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eliante is out there. I hate calling him. It's fucking Elliot, bro. But yeah, Eliante is out there doing his thing. For sure, for um, sure. You know, shout out to Tracks NYC, regardless of him being fucking bipolar and crazy. I love you, fucking Maxud. You're a crazy motherfucker, but you, you my dog. Um, who else is out there you, you can name, you can think of that's, that's starting to do some work out there that deserves a mention on the show? I feel like you named them, man. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there's a, there's there's people that are like shaking the cage, but it's like nah. Like I we said, ain't, I'm talking about motherfuckers. That's on that's what I'm up. saying. Like it's just, I feel like it's you know like they not their hearts not in the right place, bro. Yeah. All right. Well, then fuck them, then, man. You know, I actually had a question for you, bro. Do you offer refunds? No, sir. Have you ever had anybody ask you for a refund, bro? Oh, definitely. A lot of buyer's remorse and a lot of you know stuff like that. You know, I've had, I've even had somebody try to come back and try to make it seem like what they bought wasn't what it was. And it, it's crazy. You know, they, you know, when someone's desperate, they think any way to make up an excuse or try to get themselves out of the, you know. I mean, this ain't like Las Vegas where like, you know, you gambling, right? Like it's like, you know, you lose to a casino, be like, hey man, I didn't really whatever, boom. And I'm sure people have, this is a different thing. But <laughs> let me explain like people, this is a luxury, you know, this is a luxury game. This ain't for everyone. Literally. You know, it's not like a Lamborghini or Ferrari where there's a potential lemon. Now, if someone's selling something fake or someone's selling something that, that you, know, you know, if you couldn't afford 14, 18 karat gold, we don't even sell 14 really, but 18. If you couldn't afford platinum or you got quoted a price or something and I make a piece for you and it's 41.6% gold, which means it's 10 karat gold, you damn right I'm going to offer you a refund. Definitely. But ain't, that ain't happening. Now, if I hallmark VS Plus on there, I'm legally obligated to make sure that every diamond in there is at least average quality of a VS Plus diamond. Yeah. And but, if it's not what we stated is, then of course we are obligated to give you a refund because we didn't do our part of the job. But if we did our part and handled our business, that means you got to handle your business and, and fuck that bread. And that's why I don't buy bust downs back unless I made them. Mm-hmm. because all the bust-down watches out there 
motherfuckers ain't honorable. You know what I'm saying? Like they really on some funny shit. And the CBD game has gotten so crazy that like, and I think about it, right? It's like, all right, cool. You know, you drop $40,000 instead of dropping 150 on a big piece. But that 40 is gone. Like There's no every resale. part of it. Yeah, it's yep. just gone. There's it's nothing. Done. It's just stupid. I so remember I just, uh, a, a time this girl bought a CBD stone from uh, Robbins Brothers. And uh, they financed it. I think they paid $27,000, bro. And they tried to sell it. And I even showed her. I was like, I couldn't even buy it. I can't buy it for more than 3000 That's how much it costs. I was going to say 6000 Yeah, you know what I mean? And I was you like, know how Robin Brothers, do you know how they come up? Robin. <laughs> but I mean, besides that, these places like Kevin Jewelers or like Zales, you know, they have their own in-house financing, right? Mm -hmm. And I didn't start looking at shit until like, tell you the truth, I never really cared, right? And um, I checked it out. It was like 30% APR. Like, bro, at that point, you could buy a $5,000, 0.75, not even a carat, right? Well, let's just say you almost get, a, let's say you get a one carat and you pay seven grand for it, right? Mm -hmm. And let's say a $7,000, for me, you'd get a decent one carat. I wouldn't let anything, you know, leave the store that's not legit. Mm -hmm. Even Tiffany & Co. sells at least a SI1 H color. That's like the lowest they'll go, which is like to make it affordable, right? It's probably more popular than other shit. Yeah. But like you're talking about like an SI2 or I1 or SI3, which GI doesn't really have SI3. It's like more EGL. But like think about buying a ring for $7,000 from Robin Brothers, right? And you get a one carat SI3, which is probably fucking two Gs. Who fucking knows, right? Maybe three Gs, like you said. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then they put this fat, disgusting, fucking terrible 1990s, 2000s setting on there. Okay. And now you finance it over fucking 72 months. Now, yeah, you probably pay 20 bands for that ring. Yeah. And then if you do it the right way, you got homeowner's insurance. You even have renter's insurance. Mm -hmm. You get your money back. The only problem is this. You didn't pay in full. You financed it. So you lost stupid bread on the payment. Now, if you bought it in cash, you could report it for the appraisal value. Yeah. But if they pay 20 bands, for a ring that appraised at fucking, you know what I'm saying? The ring probably appraised at seven or maybe 7,500, right? The ring is worth fucking three Gs on the street. Okay, the insurance company might, you know, might settle with you, give you 65, whatever. You ain't really taking L. You at least protected yourself. But you finance and now you, now you fuck the game up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's just some crazy shit. Actually, you know what I want to talk about too? How the fuck is Sean Kingston still even walking the streets right now, bro? Like... I'm being serious. Like, I, I know he got all the CBD shit and everything, whatever, but it's just like, and he used to have crazy, he'd be like, oh, that's fake brightling, you know, this, this, and this. And it's just like, bro, he had one hit song in 2006. He had, I think, a semi-decent hit in 08. But we're talking 17, 18 years ago. He had a little run. Maybe but he had some go, good managers or something. Some no, what I'm trying to say is, it's been legitimately 15 years since he had a song that For even sure. probably hit a two, Definitely. even hit 300 on the chart. No, for sure. So, like, imagine you've let that fucking run that far. It ain't like he's skinny. That motherfucker fat as shit still. And, you know, he still kept relationships with certain people like Chris Brown and shit like that. But, like, yeah. you know, he owed me some bread a little bit here and there, whatever. He wrote me a bad check. And, like, he owed so many jewelers money that I had collection agencies coming to my store trying to repo shit from him. And I remember he had a fucking, uh, he had a drop head. 
Them bitches was 400, 440,000 back in 2013, 14, like 2012. It was, you know what I mean? Like 400K gonna get you a real luxury car today. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna get some shit. You know, you gotta get you a Cully. You still got yeah. your Cully? Yeah. You will get a Cully for that much. But like, you ever have anybody who just owe you bread? Like that's famous? Like that's just been like motherfucking out. You'd be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, and they just still run around trying to fucking be relevant? Definitely. Definitely, bro. Put them out there, bro. Like, who, man? Name somebody, man. As of right now, I can't yet, you know what I mean? Because my lawyer said I can't, but uh, <laughs> they're going to see it. They're going to see it on TMZ and everything. There's a couple of them. Ain't Damn. even just one. Yeah. And that's the craziest part, you know what I'm saying, bro? Because it's like you do your job, and for some reason, they just feel like they don't need to do their job. You know what I'm saying? And but what people don't understand when they say, how come you need to get your money up front, blah, blah, whatever, you know, honestly, it's literally part of the game. You usually get half up front. You do certain things. Things work out, whatever, boom. You're like, look, let me run with this for a certain extent here and there. Now, if you take a whole L, you know, like everything just didn't work out. Nobody posted shit or whatever. Yeah. You know, actually did some funny shit like that. Not that he just borrowed jewelry. You ever hear that dude, Kid Leroy? Mm-hmm. He's big too. He's whatever. But like, I was like, dog, you a little punk ass kid, bro. I don't give a fuck you, whatever. But like, you know, he's Bieber's boy, I guess. And he was, at the time, he's being managed by, by Scooter Braun and whatever and fuck Scooter. But, you know, I, I was like, all right, cool. But he didn't want to tag and do all this shit. Like, motherfucker, I don't need you, bro. Like, real talk. Like, you know, like, I don't get, like, the other day, bro, I just saw this shit on TikTok. Someone tried to say that Michael Jackson wasn't that famous. <laughs> okay, listen to me, okay? Uh, l l let's be real. I know you're, you're a good amount younger than me. Besides Jesus Christ, and I think that's even arguable, besides Jesus Christ, can you think of anyone more famous than Michael Jackson? <laughs> no. I'm dead ass serious, bro. Elvis Presley. No. You know, for me. No. Uh, no. Yeah, if you, yeah, you're right. Michael Jackson. No, literally. He's, there's, you can't really think of anybody as as famous as him. Who made joy for Michael Jackson? You did. Okay. But you know what I'm saying? Like with the level of people I deal with. Uh -huh. Right. So it's like, it kills me that these people just have no fucking idea what fame was. And but that's think, just crazy. Like, I don't even know where people even have that kind of thought in their head like to even make a statement like that you know what i'm saying because if you just look into like what he's done just the culture the music industry business entertainment everything you know what i'm saying like this guy is dancing that's what i mean like it's just anything you can think of bro like, my kids like, my kids still know his songs they love his songs and literally my kids too bro he died in 09 fam yeah my fucking london was born in 2012 exactly you know what i mean like come on bro Exactly. But anyways, what was like, man, that just threw me off completely when I thought about that. I was like, what a fucking, <laughs> fucking idiot, bro. All right, in other news, I got to be careful how I talk about this shit and this might get heated, right? This might get like a little, but I had to speak about it, right? I'm playing golf the other day and I'm having a meeting and me and my cousin are like, you know, my cousin keeps up on a lot of shit. And he knows certain things, but like there's things that he might not know, but he's still very up on a lot of stuff, especially on business. But when it comes to pop culture, he knows and he doesn't know. So Danny Masterson from that 70s show, big actor, comes from a famous family. Um, I know his sister Alana, you know, regardless of Scientology, which I'm not a fan of, regardless of whatever, you could feel sorry for someone's family. You know, dude just got sentenced after 20 plus years now, there's some more information that I would know 
that other people wouldn't know in the social media world. They could go do all the Googling in the world. People don't realize you can Google whatever the fuck you want to. You can never Google what you know about a person in person. You know what I'm saying? That's what you know in real life. I agree. That's a different thing. You know, you sit there, oh, this person did this, this person. There's all these allegations here and there, whatever. And look, look at Danny. And you raped a chick, man. Too fucking bad, bro. You, it's a rap for you. And you just got sentenced 30 to life. Yeah. Right? Now, from what I remember of them girls, he was dating them. Now, at the same time, that don't mean you can't rape, you know, you could rape a girl that you dated. You could be rape a girl you married. Mm-hmm. So I don't condone none of that shit, right? And, you know, you, and, you know you're going to have to fucking face the repercussions, whatever. His attorney made a, a statement saying that he's been absolutely, you know, falsely accused and, and convicted of crimes he didn't commit, whatever, boom. Now, that's not what we're talking about this shit. I've known this man for 25 years or so, probably. I ain't seen him in a while. But, you know, I was on an episode of Punk with Ashton. You know, I know a few people from the show. I know, like I said, I know his sister. I've DJed probably three of Danny's parties way back in the day. He's a wild boy. I used to go out and party like crazy. Never knew he was a Scientologist. And um, that doesn't even matter. Whatever, that's besides the point. Yeah. But like, you know, like you see him out, you whatever. And Jimmy, how old were you in 2003? 2003, I was uh, 21. Okay. You were 21? Mm-hmm. Okay, so 21, bro. You were going to clubs in 2003 then? Yeah. Do you remember what masculinity and like how shit was and how much people say, what, man? Hey, bitch, come over here. Boom. I know it sounds fucked up, but that's just how motherfuckers talked. And women, yes, some women didn't like it. But what I'm saying, it was it was like a, not, of course, it wasn't a term of endearment, but like people fucking, that's how they talked. If, if someone feels like that's a weird, I, I'm not trying to say anything, but if, if, if people think that's a weird way of talking, they ain't been in New York. Yeah. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so like, you know, like, Think about going out back then. No means no. I've heard that since I was in fucking before high school and I'm way older than you. Definitely. But like, there was just a lot more wild partying back then. Think about Freak Nick. Think about all the crazy shit. People used to go out here and there. It was common to have one night stand, have a couple of And party. of course, the thing is, people fucking all the time now, whatever. But it's just, it's literally like, it's 100% consent. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis Two major celebrities, or you know, at one point were huge celebrities, and Ashton, you know, has been very smart with his business aspect of his of his life and everything. And Mila, I used to have a crush on that chick. She actually went to my high school. She was way younger, but she's always been fine to me. And, and Black Swan was like, man, I love that fucking movie. Um, For real. And I've always loved fucking Mila Kunis, right? And um, the thing is, they wrote letters to the judge to talk about how who, how they know Danny. And in the letter, Ashton wrote, I would let my two young daughters stay with Danny and hang out with him and not have a care in the world, right? Not worry about this. They talk about how, how good of a man he was, all these things, whatever, boom. They both got crucified. Like so bad that the cancel culture went out to say, fuck family guy, because she's, she's the voice of Meg, whatever, I guess, or whatever on yeah. the show. And just saying, fuck this. Now, I understand where the people are getting mad and why they say certain things. They both own an anti-trafficking, an anti-human trafficking, like anti-rape uh, nonprofit organization. They're advocates for this. They're mad at Will Smith for slapping Chris Rock. All these crazy ass things, all this whatever, boom. Look, the courts have convicted him. I don't have an opinion except for the fact that if that woman was raped, then justice need to be served. And it did, I guess. And I feel bad for them. 
And it looks like the evidence did, you know, look like, you know, again, I didn't look at it too deep, but look, you fuck around, you find out, right? Yeah. But this is what I really need to ask you, and this is where, you know, people seem to forget this. That's their best fucking friend, fam. For almost three decades, not only was you on a show, you know, you name it, like these are motherfuckers that have been around the world with each other, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying, if your mom, you were in jail for murder. Now, let's say the murder was of a 16-year-old boy. Okay? Jimmy, is your mom alive? Yeah, my mom's alive. Okay. I'm tripping. I met your mom. What the fuck am I talking about? I met your mom <laughs> several times. All right, so let's say you were charged with murder. Okay. I, I, you know what? I don't even want to, I don't even feel like we even get, we got to get that deep in it, you know, because I look at it like this at the end of the day. It's like, let's just even say you and my relationship. You know, we have our relationship, you know, our friendship. And whatever happens in your life or you might have made choices or whatever it is in your life, at the end of the day, I still have my relationship with you. And I'm going to do my job as a man of how I appreciate or how I look at friendships and relationships and do what I feel is right by my friend. My friend might have made a wrong decision. My friend might have might have did whatever, whatever it is, okay? We're not here to argue about that. I'm not here to tell him or or, or know what he did because I wasn't there, but I still got to be his friend and be there for him. And I'm going to support him in any way I can. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's just be real. Like, let's but this is 20 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Now, let me say something real quick. If you had, now mom is different with the, so, so let's break down, okay, Jimmy, let's say you was drunk, you was drunk driving, you killed the mom and, her, and his kid. I didn't know you then, let's say, okay? Let's say it was in 2004. I met you like in 05, 06. Now, you finally getting around to getting charged for it. And you asked me to write a character thing. And now I know how serious it is. I'm going to speak about the man I know now. I'm going to speak about the father you are and who you've been to society since then and everyone deserves a second chance, right? Okay? Your mom, regardless, she's going to go hard for you, right? For sure. Look, my ex-wife, I'm sure her parents, you know, will defend her for whatever and that's just how it no is. No matter what. No matter what, right? Now, they are writing a character letter of who they know him as for a character profile. Now, let's flip the script. Next week, some girl accuses you of raping her trial gets real fast like two three months i ain't get my time to wrap around it i wasn't there i don't know nothing and you say hey ben man dog i need you to write something to the judge i'm gonna keep it a buck i'm not just jumping and writing you a letter immediately you feel what i'm saying like it's very fresh and very new and i gotta be careful for everything and that don't mean i don't got your back jimmy because i don't know where your motivation is at because you know at some point some people get desperate and survival is the most important thing and you go lie and do whatever you got to do to get out. For sure. And see, that's why I feel like I wouldn't even expect it. Like, even if I asked you, I wouldn't expect you to write it how I would want you to write it. I would want you to write it how you feel. And I feel at the same time, the people that are crucifying them or whatever, they got to put that into like context too, is that y'all just want to slam these people because they chose to just speak about how they felt or their experience with this person. You know what I mean? Their like, best friend in the world. Yeah, like, like so now, because they're speaking about their experience about their best friend or someone that they've, you know, 
everybody's opinionated now. So they can't have their own opinion about a person. Now y'all want to cancel them and do all this stuff. Like they're speaking just on their experience with this person that they care about. They didn't sit there and say, oh, he ain't do it. And y'all need to do this and that. You know what I mean? It's just weird. Like we live in a world now. It's like everybody just got opinions that if it ain't the opinion they want to hear, now they want to cancel you. Like, what do you mean, bro? Everybody yeah. has their own opinion. But you want You want to know why I think that is? Because a lot of people are miserable. Real shit. They just try, everybody's just trying to find the next person to, to, to try to shit on. But you gotta also remember too though, think about how much wealth is in the world, right? And if 10 people in the earth, the 10 richest people in the world are worth more than 300 billion of the population combined, we live in a fucked up world. But guess yeah. what? Guess what? Too fucking bad, bro. Life ain't fair, man. It isn't. You know what a judge told me? Very recently, you know, Judge said to me, hmm. fair to the court might not be even. Oh, for sure. And bro, you know what I said? I said, amen. Mm -hmm. Real it's, shit. it's all about what you can prove. That's, that's the world we live in. You know what now, I'm like, Iggy, as Leah, writing, you know, as a mom, writing the letter to Tori, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know if we discussed this. It's the same situation, though, as far as like people, you know, trying to cancel or whatever and yeah. she did what she did. She had to say what she had to say. I don't think she really gave a fucking good for her. But like, it don't mean fuck, you know, or dumb down, water down the situation that happened here and there. Look, it's a terrible situation that happened if it did, right? And people say, oh, if it did, it did. did. Motherfucker, I know there's a guy they just showed today, 47 years later, he finally got exonerated because the DNA didn't match his. Literally, bro. Like, bro, come on, 47 dog. years, bro. So think about shit like that, right? You never know. And again, I just never could put any... And by the way, once a jury is deciding the fate on your freedom, you'd be surprised, bro. If you really didn't do it and you had a good case and you showed all the evidence, you still could fuck around and lose. You never know. 12 strangers that don't know each other, stuck in a room, could be mad. You don't know what the fuck is going on. So what I'm saying is, with the Tory shit, I watched a documentary the other day. It's called Five Shots to Megan, right? And it's a Megan Thee Stallion Tory thing. So they show all Megan's side, all the things favoring her story, everything or whatever, boom. Then they show all Tory's side. Can I be honest with you? Mm -hmm. I actually liked Tory's music back in the day. Megan? Even her big hits. I really didn't care, give a fuck for them, right? Mm. I know Tori. My honest opinion, I assessed it from what I could. Now, again, it's all speculation, right? It could be alleged with our movie script. Want to know what I think? What? I think Tori shot her, bro. Okay? Now, they're trying to bank on the fact that she told the police that she stepped on glass. Motherfucker. Do you know how believable and how real and how honest a black woman not wanting to see other motherfuckers get busted and not be snitched out, this, that, whatever, and just say whatever? You know how at times I had a dude who was bigger than me when I was a kid and got socked out by him? She'd say, oh, who hit you? Oh, no, man, I fell. Just because. But, you know, but I'll deal with that motherfucker later. He'll get his own trip, but yeah. let me do that right now. What, who do you, what do you think, bro? You think that Kelsey the friend shot or you think Tori shot her? I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I've, I've never even thought that deep of it because at the end of the day bro only people that know the truth is them people in that car that night and uh you know shout out to Meg she from Houston you know what I'm saying shout out to where I met him before too they cool and you know I pray for all them and I wish them the best and peace and life and everything but you know what I got my own life to worry about 
you know, I pray for all y'all and I, I work, I wish it all best for y'all. And that's, that's how I look at it, bro. Like we, I got my own shit to worry about and, and everybody <laughs> said, you know what I mean? Like I pray for all of them. It sucks. Yeah, man. I would never wish my worst enemy in prison. Cause I've been there. Then I would never wish for nobody to go through what Meg had to go through, what she feeling. And I just pray for all of them. And I wish them all the best, bro. And I mind my business. You know what I mean? Like even you want to rewind to even back when during the time six, nine was locked up. He called me literally once a week, once every other week. I accepted his call every time. I talked to him. I was there. There were times he even tried to justify to me what he did. And I told him when I said, bro, you ain't got to explain to me, bro. You know, how you choose to survive as a man is your, is what you choose to do. You make your bed, you you sleep in it. But me, I'd have met you. You know, we, we originally met on business. We became friends. I respect you. I care about you. And I'll be here for you any way I can. But all that other stuff, you ain't got to talk to me about that because I ain't got nothing to do with that, bro. You know what I mean? And that's just what it is. Like, people just got to know how to play their part, man. Like, when's the last time you talked to 6 9 <laughs> It's been a while. It's been a while now. It's been years. But, you know, during that whole time, it was like we talked a lot, bro. You know what I mean? And when you made the big shark chain, the, the Bruce the shark chain, was that, was that after the pandemic or before? Right before, literally, right before. Okay. We were making it while he was locked up. Like, we were making it. He was it, locked up? Yeah, we was making it while he was banking oh, on getting right, out. that's right. He was locked up. That's right. Yeah. Like, he called me and he was like, yo, I just wired you 400 grand. I want to get this going. I should come home in December. But, you know, he didn't go home in December. He ended up getting out in, like, April. Okay. But you know what I'm saying? So no, I get it. Look, it's, like, it's, it's not my business. not your business. I'm just saying, though, it is a show. You have open discussion. Nobody knows what happened except them. Yeah. And I feel like everybody wants to know. Everybody wants to be like, I'm oh, the I don't one care. that knows. I don't care. No, no, I say, but I'm saying like, you yeah. know, with everything going on. But I like, care enough to say like, I think that motherfucker shot her. No, and you and you watched it because I ain't seen that and whatever, you know what I mean? But for what I'm saying is like, just like even the Asher situation, everything. It's like everybody nowadays, they just want to be able to say, I know it. I know this. But we really don't know. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We, but I, we like, have look, opinions. I'll, I'll be real with you. Like, I know Danny. Yep. And I know this sounds fucked up. Could it have happened? I think it could have happened more than it couldn't have, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense, because I know, dude, you know what I mean? So, like, it is what it is. But the fucking thing is, everyone wants to out somebody, right? Like, they ain't got no fucking... And we're going to get into that right now. Chris Rock has been getting killed on TikTok. Chris Rock hung out with Russell Simmons a lot. Russell's an old friend of mine, whatever, bro. You know, Russell's, you know, he he fled the country. He went to Bali. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was, you know, f he was fucking getting away from a lot of sexual charges. Now, the thing is, Russell was fucking around a lot of chicks back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Here and there, boom, and people get whatever. Look, that's his fucking business, bro. You know, it's like whatever. And he's been weird to me here and there, but I'm like, look, dog, I don't give a fuck about it either way. But a lot of people in his crew, they was like that. And Chris Rock, they pulled out receipts you know, alleged sexual rape, you know, this, that, whatever, bro, you know, selling shit out of court. The thing that people don't realize too is, okay, someone the other day, a famous fighter said, I can go to Starbucks now and order a latte and not think about it. That's when you really realize, wow, I do that maybe two, three times a day and sometimes for fucking seven years straight. Like you don't think about it, right? Motherfuckers can't even do that, yeah. right? And I think like, God damn, Chipotle, 70, like, I don't think about that. All right, cool. Postmates, 3000 a month. What the fuck? You don't really think about these type of things, right? Oh, shit. Your car notes, seven bands. Oh, boom. You know, you don't think about these type of things. You don't realize how broke motherfuckers are, right? Mm -hmm. So when you think about that, 
they could never understand that sometimes, instead of going to court, and you will never understand this unless you're holding at least five to 10 million, at least it's better to pay somebody instead of going to court. And I will tell you that firsthand. I mean, you've been to court too. Fuck going to court, bro. Oh, yeah. You got potentially up to a million in legal costs. You got drama, heartache, waste of time, all this other bullshit. At the end of the day, the only one who gets paid for sure, fucking attorneys. Literally. So it's like the people who are out there happy about outing people, oh, I've done this, this, and this. I'm not saying that they're not good people, but a lot of times when they go really hard, something deeper inside that's fucked up with them. And that comes up to my next conversation with this dude, Tizzy Entertainment. This is old white dude, gray hair. Yeah. Tries to be super fucking liberal. Hates Trump. Hates anybody that fucks with black people. Hates anybody who fucks with women and supports LBGTQ and all this other shit. And he got 6 million followers on TikTok. This dude is being called out for being a fraud. Now, I'm not going to be like, oh, alleged this, alleged that. I had to go look up and see, like there's real shit where you can check archives of Twitter and stuff and everything. Yeah. And there's tweets out there of him calling, telling people like, you know, you fucking chink, this, you fucking monkey, racist shit, that and that. I was like, oh, now like again, you, you could change whatever, but bruh, you can't just start blocking people because you was a piece of shit back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Why not address the fact that, you know, or once you start catching heat, you start getting like fire. Like, okay, shit, I'm almost at a million followers. Hey guys, I want to say something, man. I'm not proud of who I was many years ago. Yeah, you know, I was kind of racist or whatever, boom. Instead, all of a sudden, you can't sit there and be like, yo, I'm crip all life. I'm crip, what, what, cuz, cuz, I'm cuz. Six years later, you become famous, you get some notoriety, and all of a sudden, you're like, yo, man, it's all blood all day, bro. What the fuck you talking about? What the fuck the crips? Like, you can't go that far opposite. Yeah. And I had a gut, I had a gut feeling. And you know, I've talked about this before. Your gut feeling can be wrong. This time it was right. I felt it. I knew dude was a fraud, man. You don't know who he is, huh? Nah, bro. I, I seen like a, a picture before, you know, flip like flipping through social media. But, you know, with that being said, it's just like, bro, like I, it, it's crazy how people can get so full of themselves to a point where they just forget that they shit stink too. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, how do you get to that point where it's just like you totally forget Oh, my shit does think when I take a shit too. Like you just think you shit out pebbles and skittles. You know what I mean? Like, but it's crazy that you know that's that's the world we live in now, bro. Like, people get go, mad at me to be like, "Yo, man, why you calling these people out, man? You act like this. You a scammer. You this." I'm like, okay, name a scam. Name one. Oh, well, academics. No, dog. Name one scam. I will send you a million dollars. Oh, no, no, okay. Let's make it more realistic. I will cash up you a thousand. I will fucking Venmo you a thousand. What do you name a scam? Stop <laughs> avoiding the question. Just answer it. Oh, but and this is someone who could use a thousand dollars. Can't because they just want to just hear themselves but talk. But that's yeah, they just want to hear themselves talk or they just trying to find something, bro. Yeah. Anyways, man, before we take this break, dog, I wanted to say something fucking funny, man. I know you was talking about it. We was in the car, you know, earlier, right? And I'm just thinking about this shit. It's just so fucking weird, bro. Dog, has the America, if not the earth, have we just normalized getting surgery and getting BBLs? <laughs> we live in a crazy world now, bro. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, it's, it's it's pushing the narrative and, and it's pushing whatever people feel is what's good for the eyes, you know? I, I said something yesterday on Instagram, like, uh, you know, like the devil comes in the most flatterous, 
most sweetest forms, you know, and and you know, I got a lot of backlash, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't even say nothing about BBLs, but you know, it's just at the end of the day, bro, everybody got a preference, you know what I mean? And I, I'm just like, you know what? I have nothing against somebody that chooses to do what they want to do, but it's like, do you just think about the long term, you know, like ten years from now, twenty years from now, you know what I mean? Like, but it's just crazy, you know what I mean? Like we got guys, you know, making fake abs. You know what I'm saying? That's where I'm like, come on, dog. And be like, oh, women can do it. I'd be like, yeah, dog. But like, come on, man. Like, bro, I miss the old days of real masculinity. Yeah. I don't mind taking care of a woman. I don't mind doing certain things at the same time, though. If a woman doesn't want to be held accountable for certain things, they're not appreciative. They're not doing certain things. Now, at the same time, if a man can't take care of a woman, right, for whatever reason, if a man held you down for a long time, that don't mean that that man's got to hold you down forever. Of course that. At a certain point, you've gotten completely comfortable. Like, do you understand, like, never in my life have I felt like, all right, well, the rug's being pulled from me. Do you want to know why? Because I've always had resilience. And I've always said, look, I can't depend on anybody else. Now, women have always been like, all right, well, I could do this. I can get into a party. I could do this, this, and this. Yo, man, at a certain point, though, it is good to get a reality check and realize, look, yeah, you know, you'd be cool here and there, but look, you expected a lot, you, you know, and and your expectations are maybe a little bit out of reach. Yeah, you so know, maybe. It's, it's teamwork, you know what I mean? Like, people don't understand that. Like, it's like, yeah, men, we're providers, you know, we take care of, but it's like, as a woman or as a teammate, a partner, let's not even just say a woman, as a partner, it's like, you want to make sure your partner is straight, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes it's not even financial. It's it's the, you know, the mental piece and the mental space and foundation. It's a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? Like, I used to remember my ex used to, I'd be in a strip club, throw money. She'll grab the money and put it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and she don't need to, you know what I mean? But it's like, it's just how it should be, bro. It's like a partnership. It's like team. But no, nah, like what I'm trying to get at it, let, let's not stray away from what I originally asked you actually is, mm -hmm. is I think truly women in general who get addicted to surgery, it is addictive because you, you don't like the way you look. They're not, it's deeper than, for me, like, yeah, there's I, a mental opinion, issue. It's, yeah, it's, it's deeper. There's a mental issue. Because to lay on a table and, and be willing to, put your life at risk like i understand like you know growing up like you know you can't grow boobs you know you get a boob job i know? understand that too like if you had flat chested and you were uh, you know felt a little uh you know self-conscious about yeah. that all right cool you had a baby and now your boobs are kind of saggy with our boom you want to get them look good okay cool mm -hmm. but then you start fucking with your face start fucking with fillers start fucking with botox start fucking with this start doing this start getting a nose job start getting crazy that's start, what i'm yo. saying like with and most again, of them it gets deeper hey bro it's their body they do what they want to exactly but at the same time but it's like you can't go get a big butt and then you start getting mad at dudes for staring at your butt. Yeah. I just said that to you the other day. I was like, yo, bro, why the fuck are they looking at a Ferrari? You'd be like, yo, what the fuck you think they're looking at? Like, yeah. If I go buy a Ferrari and I'm driving around with the top down and I'm revving it up and people pull up looking at me, I'm like, what the fuck y'all looking at? Like, what do you mean I'm in a fucking Ferrari? Like, yeah. It's going to cause people to look. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, the women who have to, to always use a filter, always use certain things. There's pretty women that are doing it, which is weird, right? Yeah. And people are unhappy. It's and, like this, uh, a lot of these girls do it for the other girls, though. It's crazy. They don't even do it for men necessarily, yeah, right? It ain't even for the men. But like you know, I felt great fake tits. I felt some fucking horrible ones that feel like you know you got like a soft area, and then somewhere in there there's like an apple in that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And then you know you feel, you know, there, there's amazing surgeons. There's bad. There's there's every level, just like jewelry. Yep. There's the VVS flawless surgery, and then there's the motherfucking bad shit, right? And some people just get carried away with their lips. Girls look fucking crazy. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm normal. And then they defend. They get mad about it. So what the fuck are you getting mad for? It's an obvious difference. No, definitely. 
at the end of the day, it's just, hey, everybody, it's your body. Do what you want, but just love yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's like, the thing. Like, I mean, look, Vanna, I love her to death. She's almost 18 fucking, or she is 18? No, not yet. She about to be. Okay, she's about to be 18. She's about to be technically, legally an adult or anything, right? Yeah. Like, bro, she came. He was like, yo, I want to get a BBL. I want to get this. And, I mean, wouldn't you try to talk her out of it? Or at least be like, hey, look, it's your choice, but, you know, this is what I think. I, I would tell her it's her choice. I would definitely want to sit down and understanding. Like I said, I'm not against it. I'm not telling people it's wrong. It's just usually it's deeper. You know what I mean? And, and you want to do it for the right reasons. Anything you do, you know what I'm saying? Getting yeah. a tattoo or buying a car, buying a house, everything is for the right reasons. As long as it's for the right reasons, then, you know, go all for it. You know what I mean? Like like I said, me, don't get mad at me because I chose to leave my fat where I want my fat to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, bro, I was happy with how, you know, I got up to what, 211, 213, and I was... I was cool with it, but you know what? That shit actually started to fuck with me, so. Yeah, but you know, you can work at it and get rid of it. It's easy. Yeah, you know but also, that, what's that dude's name? Bandman Kevl or Kevman Ben? Yeah, Bandman Kevl. Fucking weirdo, bro. Getting the abs and getting some other shit and beep. Did he get a, he got a BB? Like, come on, dog. Like, and some people are trying, but just, all right, and look, this gonna make me upset. Look, <laughs> we gonna cut to a commercial break real quick. Yo, Miles, throw on some music. Matt, yo, thank you, Miles. You already did. You got the music running. Um, we gonna pay some bills and, uh, We'll be right back, y'all. <laughs> Our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutritional supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted better gut health. It feels like I'm doing something good for my body, like I'm giving my body the nutrition it craves. It's an amazing alternative for coffee to get your energy up. I've tried a ton of different supplements out, but I love that AG1 is one solution to support whole body health. Since I've been drinking AG1, I've noticed that I have improved my digestion and mental focus. AG1 replaces your multivitamin, probiotic, and more-in-one simple drinkable habit. AG1 is a great bang for my buck as it replaces a lot of other supplements like daily multivitamin, minerals, pre- and probiotics for my gut health. Adaptogens and a green blend literally all in one scoop of powder. AG1 helps you build your health foundation first and each serving costs less than $3 a day. If you're looking for a simpler, effective investment for your health, try AG1 and get five free AG1 travel packs and a free one-year supply of vitamin D with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash baller. That's drinkag1.com slash baller. Check it out. What's up, guys? Do you want better credit? Let me holler at you about the Secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, a better way to build credit. As in, you can build your credit score safely with everyday purchases and on-time payments. Plus, there's no annual fee, interest, or credit check to get started. Like I've said before, great credit is so important, and if yours is not so great, then tap in with me. No annual fees, interest, or credit check to apply. Use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Build credit using your own money with a Chime checking account. 
Get paid up to two days earlier with a qualifying direct deposit. You can get access to your money sooner. Ditch the monthly fees. Chime has low monthly minimum balance or overdraft fees. Access 60,000 plus fee-free ATMs. That's more than the top three national banks combined. Easily find one near you with the Chime app. Pay friends through Chime no matter what bank account they use and cash out your money fee-free. Start building your credit up. Open a Chime checking account with at least $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at Chime.com slash baller. That's C-H-I-M-E dot com slash baller. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank NA member FDIC. Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. On-time payment history may have a positive impact on your credit score. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Yo, what up, y'all? We're back. And this time when I say we, I mean me, Washlord, and Jimmy the Gent, a.k.a. The Jizzle. Fat boy! <laughs> so I'm watching this interview on X or Twitter, what the fuck you want to call it, and um, it's like a dude look like he's Indian, I don't know. And uh, before y'all judge me, I'm going to judge him. People say all the time, hey, man, don't judge anybody. You know, well, Tupac said only God can judge me. Motherfucker, let me get, I got some news for you. People judge everyone. Everyone judges everyone. It's how good a judge of character you are and how well your, your keen sense of, you know, character detection is, right? And somebody. Anyways, I'm fucking talking like absolutely crazy. So. I'm looking at this interview, this dude's on Joe Rogan, and he's talking about what men want, what with this, whatever, boom, and he's talking about, you know, like, he's talking about sex, talking about certain things, and to tell you the truth, dude don't look like he ever got laid in his life, but you never know, there's always someone for, there's always someone for somebody. For somebody. So, he was talking about why smart people are usually depressed or sad, and that shit really made a lot of sense. Smart people are often depressed or stressed or whatever the fuck you want to say because they think too much and their minds run differently. They're always running a million miles ahead. Smart people analyze things. They realize how fucked up the world is. Smart people are always thinking how something can be fixed, why something went wrong and things like that. And they do say that ignorance is bliss, right? And it's true. It's the, one of the truest statements in the world. And if you are smart and you know why certain things are wrong, how to correct it, whatever, if you keep repeating, doing dumb shit, you know, you figure things out. But he said, really, at the end of the day, these smart people, they want peace of mind. But what they don't really realize is they want peace from their mind. Because if your mind is running and you got 50 million things like me going through their head, right? What are you trying to do? If you're trying to find peace, it ain't gonna be there. Because there's too much information, there's too much good information, might be some bad information. You wanna get away from that area. That's real. I do believe the fact that they say, you know, if you're lonely, get a dog. If you're lonely, be around people. I won't lie to you. I've been through pretty bad depression in the last five months. Probably the worst I've ever had in my life. But at the same time, 
I don't really want to be around too many people. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Like I used to, um, that was, I feel like that was the way I used to handle my uh, depression or my loneliness was to either keep myself occupied working or doing whatever. Lately, you know, I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I sit through that stuff, bro. I, I'd rather be alone just because yeah. you sit through it, you get time to think about it and you get over it. You know what I mean? Because if you keep yourself occupied, that thing never goes away. You just push it aside. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's one thing I love doing. Yeah. It's, 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 it. it's fucked up, man. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I was uh, gonna go see The Nun last night, the movie The Nun. Oh, yeah. And I love scary movies, right? And one thing that Nicolette hated, she hated scary movies. She liked them, but it was like cool when we first started dating. Now she gets too scared. She freaks out because there's so many fucking break-ins, this and that, whatever. And the kids are starting to get addicted to watching movies. They're too scared. That shit is, I'll be honest with you. You could watch Scream. You could watch even maybe Freddy or Jason. These motherfuckers go to a Christian school, bro. Think about watching The Nun or something, you know, or watching some <laughs> shit like that. Like, you know, it fuck you up, right? But and this anyways, one there, it, this was at a, a Christian school, right? It looked yeah, like it, yeah. It's fucked right. up, bro. It's scary. It's, I ain't gonna lie to you. It's scary as fuck. So anyways, I thought about that. I was gonna go see a movie last night and I thought about the fact that I was tripped out when you told me you used to go to movies by yourself. Mm -hmm. I ate meals by myself all the time. Yeah. Right? Dog, I had Wagyu earlier with you. Mm-hmm. And, bro, I said, if you weren't here, I would have ate more. If, but you know what I'm saying? Because we're talking, it's hard to eat certain exactly. things, whatever, boom, whatever. Yeah. But like, I ain't even tripping, you know? And I know you ate everything on the motherfucking menu, except thank you, please come again. <sighs> hey, you know, I'm, I'm working on the diet, so I know I got to do it right now before I can't do it later. Hey, during the break, how was them gummy bears, man? It was cool. <laughs> I wish I wish we had video ready, man. Look at this. The, bro, Albanese. It wasn't that full, bro. Al Albanese, world's best sour gummy worms. Okay, gluten free, fat free, low sodium. Exactly. That's why I had to do what I had this to do. This motherfucker had seventy five of them, and they probably had. It wasn't seventy five. There's probably sixty bro. in the pack. It was like fifty seven of them, probably. This motherfucker, bro. But hey, bro, you you keep up with the like new rap and, and music going on like like new rap music you? yeah like you you what's your jam right now you know what I'm saying you what's popping in the player you know what I mean dog I listen to all old classic shit yeah like when we get in the car a little bit you gonna hear I, we, I listen to old R&B I listen to podcasts I don't listen I don't I don't really know like anybody new like the last new people I knew was like Megan Thee Stallion probably I was gonna say Lil Yachty but Megan's newer than that like um like I don't know a song by Glorilla I don't know one song. Maybe it might be. But I don't. I don't know Ice Spice. I don't know any songs by her. I don't know any songs by Sexy Red. But I do see like <laughs> I saw this thing like where I saw these new girl rappers. Yeah. And it's fucking horrible. <laughs> like it's bad, bro. Like let me ask you a question, bro. The baby, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, dog. I think he sucks. I think he's an average rapper, bro. Even that song "Sugar" or the fuck it was called. Like, do you think he's a good rapper? Um. I think he's a good deliverer. Doesn't he sound like the same on every fucking song? Yeah, but his style of delivery, you know, it's just, it's different. And uh, it's uh, comedic, entertaining. He's an entertainer. You know what I mean? Definitely entertainer. I, I'm not really, I don't fuck with dude. I don't know what it is. What, uh, name a rapper that's hot right now that's blowing up that's under 23. Man, uh, I've been seeing this guy, uh, Lil Tyler, Tony Tyler Snow. 
No, little Tyler, young. He, I think he looked like he 18, 17. He buzzing right now. Oh, there was that songs. kid. What's his name? The fucking uh, Fago or whatever. He was. He had that song like, what you want? Oh, little Tekka. A little Tekka. Yeah, little Tekka. Like, and that motherfucker looked like he works in a science fucking mm -hmm. laboratory. Like he, he been like he been MIA. But yeah, they got this little Tyler, Tony Snow. Shout out my boy Jr. Real one. They got they got some a lot of artists, man. It's a lot. It's a lot of artists coming out. What's your opinion on on uh, First Amendment auditors? You ever seen that before on on TikTok? Them dudes who go outside fucking buildings and go outside on the street and just videotape people for no reason to get a reaction. My um my opinion on them is um I think it's very simple. You know, um, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Yeah. Um, and people, I feel like, need to understand in this world is that how you choose to disrespect me, how I choose to react to your disrespect is all up to me, you know? And um, yeah. I think we live in a world now where people do stuff and when they get, you know, the reaction of their action, they get surprised like they expected it to be how they wanted it to be, so. What I'm saying is like, I seen this one dude and all he does is prank people and does shit. Hey, how you doing? That's what I'm saying. Like, and like, you know? the thing is, he keeps fucking with people, right? And at a certain point, a couple of them are funny, right? But then the algorithm hits and you just see this person all the time, right? And so I commented, I said, hey man, what happens when someone knocks you the fuck out? I'm just curious. Now he's not doing the pranks, he's just more like, again, his First Amendment rights. Yeah. He goes outside like a nail shop or like a Karen or somebody, boom, like, you know, usually, let's say, for instance, and by the way, this motherfucker looks like he's either Middle Eastern or some shit. He ain't from, like, his family ain't from America. Not sure. that none of us are, but, you know, he's fucking with like a Vietnamese dude that's running a nail shop. And the guy's like, yo, I'm asking you nicely, like, stop filming. He goes, yo, man, I can do whatever I want, blah, blah. And he's make funny. And I just said, hey, bro, at one point, though, what, where's the videotape? Like, post the video, you get knocked out too, you know what I mean? Or super shit like that. And people are like, why is it got to go there? Why is it go there? I said, because whether it's your First Amendment right or not, Let's say water was free for whatever the fuck it is. There has to be order and regulation to a certain extent. Literally. Okay. I don't fuck with the police. Do you fuck with police, bro? Be honest, man. I got a cousin as a police officer. You know what I mean? Um, but remind me to stay the fuck away from dude. Hey, you know they do them. I do me. Like I said at the end. But of the you day, understand just... how long has he been a cop for? A while. Do you realize that his mentality, you can tell immediately the way he talks. Everything. He's like different. That, it's, yeah, no, it's a different, different. person. Yeah, you he's totally tell. different than what it was. Like we family. You know what I mean? But yeah. Him as a cop, he's different, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, like, they're wired differently. Even the conversation, yeah. the way that they think, they look at things, boom, whatever. Now, if I get pulled over, tell you the truth, I'm cool. I'm legit, so what the fuck am I scared of, right? Even if I was speeding or whatever, pull out my insurance, pull out my license, whatever, boom. You got dudes who are like, what am I being pulled over for? Which there are questions you should ask, you know? Why was I pulled over? Was I lawfully pulled over? Okay, boom, you can fight certain things, whatever, boom, you know, whatever, there's certain things you can do. But when you just sit there and don't want to give me your information, don't do anything, blah, blah, and give them a hard fucking time, now you're wasting everyone's fucking time, prove a point, whatever, boom. Life ain't fair, dog. It ain't. It ain't, okay? Look, taxes, whatever, boom. You do all this stupid-ass, silly-ass shit. I seen a video the other day, guys, why the fuck you pulling me over? Hey, man, I ain't getting out of the car. Look, I'm videotaping us. The, the cop literally said, we have a warrant for your arrest. And he goes, no, nah, this, that, whatever. Boom. He didn't get out of the car. Motherfucker pulled the knife out, cut the seatbelt, took him out, put him with it. Bro, you got a warrant, homie. Why would you video slip yourself saying some stupid shit like that? And if there is, now if there's a mistaken identity, you admitted it in the car when the cop walked away that you did have a warrant, but it wasn't that serious. He goes, you still can't just pull me over. 
Yes, they can, dumb fuck. They ran the license plate and saw you were registered to this and fucking they could, of course, pull you over. That's what they do is run plates. Bro, when I was younger, I used to be a very, very hard hit. I used to give cops shit every time. Talk to shit, you know, run my mouth. And, you know, as I got older, I learned, bro. It's like, it's not that I'm scared. It's not nothing, bro. It's just, you know what? You do you, I do me. We stay on each other's sides and we keep it at that. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's like, there are parts where, like, a, let's say a cop's like, hey, what are you doing here? Get the fuck away, da 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 And something that involves some whatever. Exactly. Like, first of all, look, I'm legally able to be here. That's my wife or that's my son. That's my fucking, that's my cousin. That's my mom, blah, blah, whatever. Oh, no, 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 no. hold on. I am on a public road and you are a public servant, so let's respect that. Go do what you got to do for whatever you got to do. Exactly. Like, so out. I'll give you an example. There was one day I was in a, I had a Ferrari, California. I had, a drop, I had the top down. I was at the light. This Miata pulls up next to me, revving the engine. Man, man, man. I'm looking. I'm just like, are you serious? Like, you even want to try to race me. Light turns green, bro. I floor it. But before I even floor it, like before I even hit 30 miles per hour, like, you know how the I just jump off, right? A cop gets behind me, turns on the lights. So before I could even speed. So I pull into the shopping center. They get out, start giving me attitude, talking to this shit. You know what I mean? Tell me to get out the car. So they're just like trying to make a small combo with me. And and I was like, I felt like they were ready to pull me over. They didn't pull over the Miata, you know? And so I just told them like, yo, look, man, let's squash the small talk. Do what y'all got to do. Search the car, what y'all going to do. And then let me go about my business. So they're like, oh, well, you got attitude. And then all this stuff, like, give me shit. I'm like, nah, bro, I'm, I'm not trying to give y'all attitude. I just, just do y'all job. We don't got to do all the small talk. Y'all asking me what I do and this and that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not do your business, job. by the way. But yeah. yeah. So then they cuff me put me in the car. So then I brought up my cousin's name and they're like, oh, and, and their demeanor changed, trying to be friendly. And I said, no, nah, don't even be friendly, bro. I said, look, yeah. at the end of the day, bro, like y'all y'all pulled me over for a reason. Y'all look at me. Y'all y'all see me in a car like this. Look at the way I look. Y'all probably would never even have a car like this. Y'all want to give me shit. Just do what y'all got to do, bro. We don't got to sit here and fake the funk with each other and act like you really care or want to know anything about me, bro. Just try to find something. If you don't find nothing, let my ass go. You know what I mean? That's just really what it is, man. Let me ask you, man. Um, what's your daily schedule like when you have the kids? Let's say starting at Monday. No, let's start with Sunday night. What time do you go to sleep when the kids got to go to school on Monday? Um, so the kids, we, go, we get to bed at 9 o'clock. We start praying. I used to like put them to bed by like 9, 30, 10 and try to like do a couple things for an hour or two. But now lately, lately I find it easier for me just to go to bed with them. Yeah. Um, I wake up about 6.30. I'll get up before they do. The first 30 minutes, I'll like prepare their snack bags and stuff like that. You know, like I try to do a lot of like fruits and things like that for them for snacks at school. Then about seven, that's when I wake them up. Whether... um Either they're eating breakfast at home, I try to make, or then we'll go stop by to go buy breakfast. They got to be at school basically by eight o'clock. Okay. So you know, is there a valet line, or is it, or is it just a? Like no, nah, a- you know, it's a private school, so I just drop them off. I walk them into each class. Um, you know, then well, now Vanna drives, so she takes herself to school. They actually let you. They let you in the classrooms. Well, I, in front of the classroom, I okay, walk yeah, them up to the classroom. They won't even let even that private school I'm at that we you can't even go into the building anymore now. Yeah. I could get to the building door, you know what I mean, or whatever. But like after first grade and Kai's in first now, there's a valet line, so we have to do certain oh, things. Okay, but, yeah. Okay, so you drop them off at eight. I drop them off at eight. Then uh, usually Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'll go. Well, basically, I, once I drop them off, I go do what I do. You know what I mean? Do what I need to do, whether go to gym, 
go work, take care of, you know, what I got to do. Yeah. Come on, dog. You ain't got to capture the motherfucking listeners, bro. bro. I've been working on my fitness, bro. I'm on this pre-workout. I'm on this creep thing. I'm getting this right, man. You working on that rocky road, bro. That get slimmy with Jimmy. Working on that fucking... Half baked, uh, Ben and Jerry's. Now, okay, so what time do they? What, what time do they got picked up at school? Um, so with the boys, uh, their school ends at three, but then they have like after school stuff. So I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I'll leave them there till five o'clock, five thirty, depending on my. Oh, I I firmly believe it's better for them to be there with children their age, interacting with their own. And age. on top of that, my kids do their homework at the daycare. Yep, you know the after school care. They do their homework there. So, so usually it's there, and then I'll pick them up. And then, uh, you know, we have certain plans, whatever, but usually we go home, have dinner together, hang out a little bit, you know what I mean? And have a routine, you know, shower, get ready for bed. And, and it's just a ritual Monday through Friday like that. Yeah. I keep it very routine. You know what I mean? I, I lacked that growing up. So I felt like that's something very important that I needed to instill. You know, what's crazy is as fucked up as my family was at a certain point. Were your parents ever together when you were young? Nah. They separated when I was coming by, so... Okay. So it's different with me. Like, I have vivid memories of my mom be at work by like 5 a.m. My dad, before he goes to UCLA to go teach, he would drop me off at school. Or I'd walk to school. They'd come home. My mom would come back from working a legit 10 to 12-hour shift. She'd come home, make dinner, and we'd all sit down at the table. I get PTSD thinking about it right now just because of, you know, the situation here. Yeah. And there was a disconnect in even my own family, meaning my wife and kids and everything. Just kind of fucking crazy, you know? But yeah, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? I wake up, boom, and now I'm making breakfast, whatever, getting this shit ready, boom, and doing stuff. And I think it probably surprises Nick. But yeah, I was just curious, man. Sidebar. Guys, I'd like to thank you for everyone who joined in on the Priceless Network Luxury Closet Sale. Um, I broke some records. You know, I think... uh uh, Lele, just like a famous little designer. Uh, my boy Upscale Vandal. Shout out to the whole network squad. I mean, it was a success. I didn't have no reserve price. I said, fuck it. I have a bunch of shit that just needs to be gone. I still have a bunch more shit. I got the closet sale for the um, the garage sale for the subscribers coming up. I got the Dodgers game we're going to do. We'll do some more meetups at Dave & Buster's and all that type of shit. But uh, with the closet auction, it's crazy. Like, don't get it wrong, I still have some fly shit right in the closet, but like, yeah, you know, yeah. you just get so much, you just get like, and so much of it is gifted to me, right? It's free. And it got me thinking like, bro, Jimmy, you got any luxury shit lying around? Bro, I got a lot of stuff, bro. I'm a hoarder. I'm a, I'm a freaking hoarder, bro. Jackets, hoodies. All kinds of stuff, bro. Rare bags. collabs, bags, you know what I mean? Like, just all kinds of stuff that I just be, I'll just buy and just leave it in there. Like, sometimes I'll buy it and it's still in the box. Everything's still in the box to this day, bro. Like crazy. I'll, 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 I'll buy it from you, bro. Hell yeah. I'll give you $500 Raising Cane's card, bro. For sure. I'll give you a $500 Raising Cane's gift card. Hey, is Raising Cane's big in, in, uh, in Vietnam? I mean, not fucking Vietnam. In fucking Houston? Yes, sir. It's big? Super, bro. You know, we right next door to where it originated. You know what I'm saying? Oh, where was it originated? Louisiana. Raising Kings from Louisiana? Yes, bro. Why I thought it was big in Texas. Uh-oh, it started in Louisiana, New Orleans. Bro, okay, let me ask you a question, man. You ever had Bojangles before? Yes. Bojangles or Raising Kings? Raising Kings. Damn, Raising Kings is so... Dude, that Texas toast is just bro. insane, bro. And you know what's crazy? When they started opening in Texas, they tried to stop the Texas toast. 
They Why? they 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 like replaced it with something else. I forgot, and it went. Bro, do you bad. understand? My son Ryder. Uh-huh. He, that's why he got so big. My son could eat fucking four pieces of that and then eat a chicken. It's just like, yeah, bro, it was incredible. It went bad and they had to bring it back. It was hilarious to me. I remember. And you know, um, it's crazy because uh, Raising Cane sponsored the the Watch Lord and uh, you know Invitational, and it was fucking crazy. It was it was amazing. And like some people never had Raising Cane's before. I was like, oh my god. And they're like, what is this sauce? What is this? I'm like, you ever had chicken that tastes like this before? Like, no, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I might try to get them to the WLI Scramble. We'll see. Speaking of which, WLI Scramble is in Oceanside. October 16th. It is fully sold out. It's been sold out, sold out on the first day. Um, we have very few sponsors. I had to finance a lot of this, and this is more of a marketing thing. I think people don't understand that if you are trying to get fast money, the chances of you failing are a lot higher. If you wait and build something, that's when use the money come. And that's basically what it is. I've taken some L's. I think this is the year I took the most L's. But like my boy Jimmy said, when you're going through a lot of transition, a lot of fucking struggle. And again, I show resilience. When I get shaky and I start getting anxiety, I think it's because I'm about to level up. Yes, sir. So we'll see what happens. Um, so question. What a burger is from Texas, right? Yeah. Okay, keep it 100. In and out or what a burger? If I had to pick top of my head, what a burger. No, no, no. Which you for health? No, if I had to pick on the top of my head, like if I just had to pick right away. Which one you take? To, yeah, what you think tastes better? So, if you're talking about the burger? Yeah. <sighs> I think Whataburger, me personally. And but I'm see, from it depends here, bro. Because Whataburger has so many different stuff. So that's why it's like, it's hard for me to say because. Okay, fuck that. As a franchise, bro, I'd rather take Whataburger. I'm sorry. Of bro. course. Whataburger is a franchise. Like, bro, the. The chicken tenders with the white gravy and the french fries kills oh everything. You know Burger is even better to me. I just feel like it's, and in yeah. and out is good and people say whatever and bro, and it is cheap. How much is a Whataburger, like a cheeseburger? How much does a Whataburger cost? The Whataburger cheeseburger, I think, you know, the meal, I think it's like 10, $9, $10. Oh, okay. So in and out is cheaper, but still in and out. I remember like for, for the longest time, bro, a double cheeseburger, fries and a drink. No, I just, I just had in and out today. It was nine, it was $10 for a single. I did a single cheeseburger, fries and a drink. It was $10. I just had it two days ago. I was I was at the one right here. Okay. Right. Anyways, listen, man. It was nine something. Look, anyways, that shit was like five dollars for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I just don't really want to deal with the lines. So it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And you know, it's I'm funny. Sorry. We got in and out in Houston, and it's just it, it ain't that crazy. But here, it's really crazy. Like the there's no line for in and out. No, there's an in and out. Like I didn't even know they built one inside Houston, and I I, I drove by there, and it wasn't that busy. I was like, that's weird. Are you sure, bro? Yes. Dog, if you go to in and out like in Colorado or, or like some of the newer, like there's one of the states they like open one in Arizona. Bro, there's like, if you go to one in Vegas, bro, the manager, we're talking about just a regular manager, not a gentleman, just a manager at in and out the one right there off the strip, you know, the 15 freeways right there. Yeah. That in and out that motherfucker makes 230 a year, has an M5 owned a crib. Like, it's crazy, right? Just anyways, what is your favorite type of food, bro? I've always wondered. If you could choose one type of food, what's your favorite food? Vietnamese food. Really? And you ain't even talking about pho, right? You're talking about whole other shit. Yeah, I'm talking about like rice dishes and all that stuff. I mean, you like everything, bro. You a fat fuck, you know what I'm saying? So like, but I mean, Vietnamese like, food. Do you, you, you still, I mean, I know we had meat today, but do you try to stay away from the meat? I try to stay. You know, I, I had Crossroads last night for dinner, you know? Yeah, Crossroads is good. By the way, shout out to my boy Travis. Yeah, Crossroads is legit. Do you have Impossible Burger there? 
No, I had the um, Impossible, um, what were they called? Impossible Poppers or whatever. It's like these little... Did you have the Impossible Spaghetti? No, I had a... Um, they got a spaghetti bolognese there. That's impo- I had the bolognese. Fire. Not the bolognese, but I had the other one with the truffle. I forgot what it was called. It was like an Alfredo kind of. That was crazy with the chicken parmesan. By the way, I don't know if you know, the Impossible Burger was invented at Crossroads. For real? Yeah, Impossible was, was invented there. And wow. they were just... They were just That's crazy. You know, Travis Barker owns that restaurant and like... Mm-hmm. You know, it's so crazy. I just realized, rest in peace to um, Lil Chris. It's part of the Famous Stars and Crews. Famous was like, remember how big that brand was, bro? Hey, Famous Stars? Yeah, bro. They so used to send me over. packages. I used to love it, bro. I, used I remember to wear fucking it. Paul Wall was wearing it every fucking day. Mm-hmm. Expensive taste. Paul Wall, Skinhead Rob, and fucking Travis, and fucking bro, Bun B. Everyone those was were the days. It. That was a good times. But LRG, dog, man, my life was so much easier back then, bro. <laughs> my life was so Easy, man. Bro, god damn, man. I got a question. Do you drink coffee? Yeah, I drink coffee. Every morning? Uh, not every morning, no. You don't got to have it? No, nah, I used to. Dog, nice I got to have it every day, bro, no matter what. What kind of coffee? I might just have basic iced coffee, you know. But I mean, during the cold time, you know, I have a little. But I mean, I like cream. I like sugar. You know what I'm saying? I, like... I prefer black coffee. Yeah, you like Greg Yuna. Greg Yuna drank a drink. I thought that motherfucker was Coca-Cola. I took a sip <laughs> of that shit. I was on the toilet for like an hour. <laughs> Yep. You just drink straight black? Straight black. No sugar, no nothing. But like American, you know what I mean? At nighttime or at daytime? Daytime. I mean, morning? Yeah. Yeah, I can't fuck with it, bro. So guys, um, episode two of season two, Force, Power Book 2 or Power Book 4. I think, no, Power Book 4, my bad, Force. I'm going to keep 100. I told you that, you know, the first episode was good. I was feeling it. Um, season one was fucking incredible. But this episode sucked. And last season, they didn't really have any bad episodes. And I fucking hate that. 50 just puts, he's a genius, but he puts these fucking whack-ass episodes out sometimes. And other than that, um, I think I told you guys that uh, I watched that Tory Lanez and fucking Meg, the documentary or whatever. And any kind of shows, man, you know what I'm saying? Get some recommendations, send some DMs. Yo, Jimmy, you watch any any TV shows at all? Man, that's, I don't, I try not to, cuz, bro, cuz I'm, I'm a binger. So if I get into some, I'll just binge the crap out of it and I just end up getting distracted. You know but you know what I started getting into recently? Um, Narcos Mexico. You know what? I, I I always try to watch Narcos. I still couldn't watch. I tried so many times. But I'll tell you this. I, I know I'd probably like it. You know it's a show that you should try to watch? What? Suits. I heard of that. It's some white boy shit. Lawyers, I'm going to keep 100. I watched every fucking season, bro. Do you understand? Those are eight or nine seasons. Homie, it could take, even if you're binging, it could take over a week or so to finish the season. Like, dog, I'm talking hour episodes, 14 episodes in a season. Bro, I finished. Like, I went, dog. And people who watch it, they realize, I, I had no idea how good that show was. Mm-hmm. You should watch Suits, man. Good show. Guys, if you didn't know, because I realized I'm just my brain is a little bit out of it, you know what I'm saying? Because it is Sunday. And uh, obviously... You're listening to the show right now, and it should be Monday, and it will be Monday. When you obviously you listen to the show on Monday, but I did not fly to Seattle. I have not missed a home game opener in many, many years. It is a very weird feeling to go back to Seattle after my cousin had died from COVID. Right, that kind of fucked me up. But now with what's going on. That shit's weird. My father-in-law is a diehard Seahawks fan. I think I embraced it 10 times more because of that. 
and my cousin. Nicolette was born in Seattle, so it's like a weird thing. She never really came to me to the games, and I think that's my fault, right? That's really not being a, a good husband and whatever, but obviously it was tough. And but there's some things I definitely regret, you know, and, and I have no plans on a do-over. I, I really don't think that. Could you see yourself getting married at this point again, honestly? Could you see yourself getting married? I was never married, but do I see myself in a relationship again? No, married, bro. Married. I'm talking about marriage, dog. I want to. You do? But do I see myself? It's very hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very hard. Especially, you already got your own family and everything. Yeah, so it's a like why, a, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a big why, you know? But yeah, you never know. I'm going to get into the game in a little bit. But yeah, not flying out there is weird. I think when I first go back, that's going to be weird. Vibes would be weird. I'm not in a, in, in a mental place to even fucking think about this shit. It's just kind of strange. But, bro, what the fuck was that fight, dog? Um... I'm speechless right now. I'm full of nachos and Carolina barbecue wings, and I'm speechless. You know, everyone who really follows me knows that I'm just not a UFC guy. Never claimed to be. Um, I think, if anything, Israel brought me back into it. I've watched his last five five fights, and I think I've watched, in the last 20 years, I've watched less than 10 UFC fights. And that consisted of Israel Adesanya and Max Holloway, right? Because they're two friends of mine. Obviously, I, I um, fuck with Izzy Heavy. And even about him being a customer and client. It's more so the fact that this dude was so kind, a writer. And I've watched him fight and I see his style. And Did you think he looked drunk tonight or what? I won't say I, I think he looked drunk. I will say that he definitely looked What's the word I'm looking for? He wasn't there. Like wasn't there is is, was is one thing. He's so smart and so skilled. Sean did a good job. I'm not gonna take that away from him. But he's not a better fire than him. I'm not in denial about that. I'm actually in one hundred percent full belief that he threw the fight, bro. Uh, it sounds crazy because I'm the most anti-conspiracy theorist person ever, but like, it's one thing to look lost out of it. It's another thing to not fight regardless. Like, but he threw like 40 punches, bro. He threw like seven. It's like, he fought on his heels the entire fight. The fact that he got knocked down first round and got punched like 60 times and got back up and went like, that was... It's just it maybe just, that was the one that knocked his equilibrium out and just like threw his balance. But that dog, I've seen I him get. See it. That's what okay, I'm first of all, I've like, seen him get hard, hit harder than that. I've seen him get knocked down, boom, whatever, and then come back and fuck people up. This just fucking weird, bro. The thing that pisses me off is that it was minus seven twenty five at one point, minus six fifty. Then I ended up with minus seven seventy one. And when then I put my bed and in then the DraftKings put it at plus 100 like they knew they called it like they they changed you know what i'm saying the live betting part like that this shit was cap bro you know like that samoan motherfucker that knocked out that dude first of all he got hit in the dick he got kicked in the dick right mm -hmm. then he doesn't even run over to the dude 
it was like he kind of glided to him slowly because he was so fat. Hit him on the chin, clicked him. And then when he came down, he just... And he didn't even rush at it when he fell down. That's what I'm saying. He, he just pranced over there like slowly, like, hey, I'm on my way. Bro, the crazy part about it that hurt so much is that this was for the belt. That's what pisses me the fuck off. So this is for the fucking belt. Little advice for everybody out there, man. God shows you signs. I tried to place this bet literally eight times, and it kept declining my bet. <laughs> I mean, bro, I mean, how much more real does that get, right? Right. And then we sit there. We were supposed to be there for, what, an hour tops. We ended up watching all these fights. It was a sign, bro. It was literally a sign. Like, yo, just... <sighs> but hey, you know, it is what it is. Another day. I, I can't, I can't just, you know. It fucked our night up. I feel they'll, they'll fight again, and I feel, you know, Izzy's gonna, Israel's gonna, is gonna come back. Well, you know what, man? What do. I, shout out to Dame Buster. Shout out to Popeye. Shout out to Rod. Shout out to Rhonda, even though she wasn't there. Shout out to Dame Buster's corporation. Um, them Carolina... Barbecue wings were fucking all that. The Catalina nachos with the 75 jalapenos on there was incredible. Strawberry lemonade was on point. The fucking uh, fried cauliflower. By the way, again, the fucking lunch today was just, wow, man, it was fucking great. But you know what? It is what it is, man. We're doing this kind of live at, at, after the thing. It's kind of crazy. Um, I guess... Uh, I mean, I know you ain't tripping, but I'm going to fucking get it in with my fucking Seahawks tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And so obviously later in the show or a little bit later, because I'm going to throw a little insert on here because this was a special interview. We'll see how that goes. But by the way, your boy Devin Haney is fighting for the first time in probably decades or at least because that wasn't the same. It wasn't the same level. The Manny Pacquiao. Um, no, that was Vegas, right? Yeah. Um, Devin Haney is fighting December at the Chase Center. I don't have any plans immediately to go to San Francisco and I'm there three times a month, but obviously we got to go to that fight. So your boy hook up the tickets? Yeah, shout out my dog D. Devin, you know, we're going to be there in support. You know what I'm saying? Since the beginning, we're going to keep it going. Yeah. So you know what, Miles? I'm at a loss of words. I don't want some silence to hit. Fuck it, we're going to run it tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to run it tomorrow. We're going to um, run it back 20,000. Miles, Miles, Miles. Throw on some... uh. Throw on some music real quick and uh, let me catch my fucking breath so I can talk about this fucking Sunday shit and just, I need to let Jimmy go because I'm just mad right now. You you the mush, bro. No, it's your fault. You the mush, bro. You fucking. I don't, I don't lose, bro. I don't man, lose. Man, you ate bro. the gummy bears, bro, and just, man, and then fucking. I ain't supposed to eat beef. See, you had me eat beef today and look what happened. You know what's funny? The bill was like, nothing crazy. It was light. It was like 430. Wagyu. This motherfucker, like I said again, ordered everything on the menu except for thank you, please come again. And California tax, 9.5%. He ate everything else, but I took care of Dame Busters. Y'all gotta remember, I don't eat beef, so I don't order it. I'll eat it if it's on the table. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Miles, uh, thank you for that music break. Uh, we'll be right back, man. I'm gonna pay some. I, I need to get, I need to clear my head. I'm in a weird mood. So, um, 
Jimmy's ass asleep. And uh, I wanted to wrap up the show and just basically talk about um, a little bit of football. Because football season started. I, you know, obviously don't really give a fuck about too many teams. Obviously, you know, if the... Um, if if the Niners are playing, I'm I'm not there to fucking pay attention. I don't really give a fuck if they lose. You know what I'm saying? I watched the highlights, but uh, they didn't. They went to Pittsburgh and uh, handled business. But um, you know, I haven't missed a Seahawks season opener at home in many fucking years, like many. I want to say maybe eight years. And in the last twelve seasons, I've missed like three, maybe two or three. Anyways, again, it's weird. Um, I, I wish I could have been there. Um, I had a bunch of people hit me from the team, from Michael Dixon to Quandre to Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. And uh, we were up 3-0. And then uh, the Rams score. And then we score. We block a field goal, things like whatever. And then we just fucking fell apart and played awful. And the worst part about it is the Rams are like a fucking CFL team right now. You don't know what the fuck CFL is. Canadian football team. Uh, Canadian football league, sorry. But it, it just was fucking awful and is a fucking shitty loss. And the only thing that made me slightly feel better, but it didn't, was because I hate the Dallas Cowboys too. But goddamn, to get your ass whooped 40-0, 40-0 to get shut out by fucking Dallas. Goddamn New York Giants, what the fuck is going on? But that's about it. I thought I was I thought I talked about it with with uh with Jimmy, but I didn't. I realized I was like, yo, we talk about the fucking Colorado Buffaloes. Look, you can't get mad at anybody for jumping on this Colorado fucking Buffalo, Colorado University uh bandwagon right now. They are fucking crazy. They're two and all right now. I mean, Nebraska look whatever. Alabama low key look decent. They act so fucking elite. I've never really been a huge fan of them, and I don't really give a fuck about Nick Saban. But uh, I'm glad they lost. And you know, obviously, uh, Michael Dixon and Quandre played at uh, Texas U. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to them. Congrats for their their alma mater. But yeah, man, this Colorado Buffalo team is is looking real crazy right now. They are looking legit as fuck. So they're coming to LA. Can they beat USC? I doubt it. But can you have any idea how crazy that game's going to be? Tickets for the fucking game in Boulder, Colorado were $400 fucking dollars. CU games never go for tickets. They just don't, tickets don't go for that kind of price. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's going to be interesting. I definitely think I got to take the captain's picks out to uh, that USC game here. It's going to be a fucking shit show. But I'm definitely going to check it out. And um, by the way, guys, if you have not hit the subscribe button, you might want to do that because we're going to be doing a lot of shit on this show, a lot of changes and things like that. But yo, I hope you liked today's episode. It was it was lit. I would have Jimmy say goodbye, but his ass is snoring. I could hear his fucking ass right now. And um, again, we are coming with some new shit. So stay tuned. God bless. Make it a great day. Make it a great week. Be better today than you were yesterday. Be a better man this week than you were last week. All right, this is not your practice life and all that good stuff. You hear that music in the background, yo. We are signing off. Peace.